Oh, it's a late one, both hour and day. But here we are. It is Toronto. I am Chris Schreier. I am your host. And this is, of course, the Toronto Beer Podcast. This is going to be a quick one, guys, but it's going to be a banger. So strap on your stupid, listen up to my buddy Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers. Meet me back here in just a few seconds. We got people joining on YouTube. We got people joining on the Instagram machine. If you're listening to this on your podcast player of choice, you have just joined us or have just joined us. Did you? You, 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 uh, I don't know. I got nothing. You're here and I'm glad to have you and I'm glad to be here. Friends, apologies for not showing up last night. I don't know if you know how this kind of thing goes, but, uh, Monday, you know, Mondays are, ooh, wee. Actually, it was a totally fine Monday, but uh, now that uh, the regular rugby season is over, and by the way, that's the PSA. It's coming up. I'm just going to put you on notice. It's a rugby-related PSA. You heard first here. Now that the rugby season is over, my beloved son wants to get back into hitting the gym with me. We uh, work out at the, well, it's not the rugby club. It's the athletic club that we're part of that is the rugby team, but they do other things. Anyway, it's just around the corner. And I did a long one with them last night. My glutes are feeling it today. I'm not going to lie. You ever do a Bulgarian split squat? I would complain about it, except I'm the one who sets these workouts. And so <laughs> it's all on me. But anyway, um, we worked out hard last night, had a good one. And then I took an extended sauna afterwards. And by the time I got home, I just... It didn't seem like doing the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier, was the right thing to do. So I postponed it by a day, which... Not gonna lie. I'm minorly regretting right now because it is 9.30 p.m. It's a Tuesday. I just got back from rugby practice. I haven't even had a shower. I've got mud on me and parts of my body you can't see. It's not dirty, it's not on my penis. It's just lower than my head and shoulders. Uh, <laughs> we had a good practice, though. Good training. We're running into cup season now. That does not impact me much more than just wanting to be helping the team out and then watching the team. I, I'm not a participant in cup season. I'm old and slow and uh, prefer glory minutes. If I get into a cup game, believe me, it's because the game is out of reach. Anywho, uh, that's what I was up to tonight. Now, the problem is I have to record this episode. I don't have to. I could have just said no. But no, I said yesterday I was going to do it today, and I am a man of my words. So here we are. I've actually got my food pairing next to me. The aroma is really killing me right now, but I got to get through the beer part, and then I get to eat the food. And it'll all make sense in a minute. And let's just get to it. What is this right here? If you are looking at the video, that says Kawasemi. Kawasemi. This is, of course, from Godspeed Brewery. I say, of course, you might not have known that, but I sure did. Because that's where I bought it. But what's important, Godspeed often has uh, pretty much always very attractive labels. Sorry, Instagram. There's a bit of a discrepancy between the camera height between Instagram and YouTube, so we're kind of splitting the difference. But you will note, this is a very simple label, but this little bird on it. If 
you're listening to the podcast, there is an attractive bird with an, a, an elaborate, maybe not elaborate, but a notable crest and a very fine pointy beak. And you'd be forgiven if you're not into uh, ornithology, if you couldn't identify that bird. On the flip side, if you looked at that bird and said that is a kingfisher, you are absolutely correct. That is a picture of a kingfisher on the label. And the reason why is this was made in partnership with a brewer whose name has escaped me right now. It's probably on the label. I'm going to look at that in a minute. But uh, they brewed this beer in partnership with Godspeed with BIM. And it is an homage to the main beer that if you are familiar with Indian brewing, and by Indian, I mean from India, uh, the main beer from there, which is Kingfisher Lager. You've probably had this while eating at an Indian restaurant, uh, perhaps. It was available for a long time at the LCB. I'm not sure if you can still get it. Uh, my historical notes would say it's a cold yellow lager. Um, it doesn't particularly have like, if you're waiting for chai spicing or something, you're not going to get it here. Uh, it's just a good, solid, cold yellow beer. Um, but the person in question who, again, apologies for not remembering who this is, uh, they worked their first beer job at the Kingfisher Brewery in India. Now they live here and uh, are, are brewing here. And they made this beer, again, as an homage to that, uh, that delightful subcontinental lager. So let's get into it, because again, my dinner is right there. By the way, between me talking about how the smell's driving me mad and the fact that this is a Kingfisher Indian lager, this should not be a surprise to anyone. But we're going to pretend like it is. Get the pour on the camera for the kids at home. Oh, yeah. Look at that clear, yellow, bubbly. Nice. What are we going to call that? Soapy. That's a soapy white head. Not the cleanest glass in the world. Anchor Steam Beer Glass. R.I.P. Not the glass. The company. That's a whole nother story. That is a good looking beer right there. Hmm. Now, full disclosure, I bought a couple of these and I have had one and I even gave it a little bit of thought. I didn't go over it hard, but I did give it some thought. So this isn't a totally blind tasting. But uh, especially with like a North American style lager, or in this case, a subcontinental style lager, uh, it can help to have a little bit of experience before you dive in, because sometimes you're looking for things and they're nuancy. So like the aroma is grassy, slightly metallic, maybe. Mm. And, and clearly uh, barley. It smells like cereal grains and specifically in this context, barley. Yeah, G grassy and barley. And I, if you're a plant person, you know that barley is technically a grass. So no surprises there. And by when I said technically, I feel like I'm really qualifying that barley is a grass. So is wheat. So is rye. They're all grasses. It smells grassy. Some of that grassiness is probably coming from the hops, though. There's a real leafy herbal. I would go with leafy herbal hop kind of thing happening here. Grassy, metallic. Cereal grains. That's what I got. I'm going to stick it in my mouth. Hmm. Hmm. It's really funny 
to drink this beer. I'm going to tell you about it, but I'm going to editorialize on it a little bit first. And this person, I'm just going to read the can. I don't care at this point. Um, made in collaboration with one of Canada's brightest brewing minds. Now, I have not asked this person for the pronunciation of their name. Uh, I, I see in quotes we've got Kali or Kaylee. Um, Kalamuthu, that would be their last name. Uh, Kalianasundaram? Kalianasundaram. I'm going to go with Kalianasundaram. Uh, is, uh, oh, they identify gender. His work at Great Lakes Brewery. Sounds like they're male identifying. Uh, they had a storied career that began in Kerala, India, where he managed brewing and packaging operations for the illustrious King Fisher Lager. Together, we present this ode to India's most popular lager. And now here's the thing. I can't tell you the last time I had a King Fisher. It was in a bottle, green bottle, if I recall. Um, used to serve it at Castro's back in the day. I've probably had a King Fisher at some point in the last 12 years. But it was probably closer to the beginning of that time period, and I don't have particular memories of it. That said, what kind of charmed me, before we get into the, the nuance of this beer, is just stop, pause for a moment, and think about what's going on here. This is a lager, cold yellow beer. Uh, that's, it's a... I don't know if we would necessarily call it a, a European style or a North American style lager because it's from India, but that that is what this is. This is an homage to the one that's made in India that's like that, but somehow they just can't get away from the fact that if you make a lager with BIM, it's really, really clean and good. Mmm. That metallic-y note, it's there if you go looking for it on the palate. Main thing is grassy, uh, herbal notes that are touching on parsley. Parsley and maybe something else. Something somewhere between grass and parsley. Actually, you know what it is? I'm going to tread really carefully here because this is a flavor thing that can kind of throw people off. But in that hot profile, remember we mentioned a touch of metallic note, grassy, parsley. It's a hint of spinach is what it comes down to. Spinach is a little uh, irony, uh, sanguine, if you want to use that term. This does not taste vegetal. It does not taste like cooked spinach. But there is a touch in that hop that's hitting on like raw spinach, baby spinach, uh, the kind that you would eat in a salad. Not the kind that you would cook and serve next to, I don't know, whatever you serve next to cooked spinach. What are you eating? Leave me alone. Anyway, a uh, little cereal grainy, key, super clean, snappy finish. Mmm. I'm going to go ahead and guess based on the mouthfeel on this beer. This probably wasn't made with decoction the way that some of those Czech style lagers they make are. Maybe it was. Mouthfeel's not thin by any standard, but by Godspeed standards, it's a little bit loosey-goosey. But it's delicious, super clean, really refreshing, 
not wildly complicated, and nor should it be. It's just a straight up, really tasty lager. I do kind of wish I could compare it to a Kingfisher, but I can't because I don't have one here. What I can do is eat some dinner with it, which, by the way, did I mention I came from Margu training? I have not had dinner yet. This is homemade chana masala. That is chickpeas in a spicy tomato gravy, to use the term that often gets thrown around, and it's served on basmati rice. Is this the perfect pairing with this beer? Probably not. Oh my gosh, though. It is so fucking delicious. I don't have to beep out swear words if my mouth's full when I say them. That's a fact. You can look it up. You're going to have to look it up on things that I've written because I just made it up off the top of my head. But man. Mmm. That's a pretty good chana masala. I'm so hungry. It was so hot and humid at training. And I had to run so much. And I'm old, guys. I'm not supposed to be out there. I'm really old. To be fair, there was a guy out there. He's the exact same age as me. And he plays for our ones team. So I have no excuse. But he never stopped. So he's a better man than me. Mm, how does the lager go with the chana masala? Funny that you mention it. Mm. Surprisingly, that little acidity from the tomato, from the gravy, Gosh, I hope you can hear me chewing because I'm leaving a lot of dead air. Works really well with the beer. Because while the beer isn't necessarily as like snappy and hoppy as some of Bim's other offerings, it does have an assertively hoppy astringent finish, which cleans up that acidity from the tomato gravy really nicely. Now, this particular curry. Oh, and she even told me. I'm such a dumbass. Erica warned me she hadn't spiced it like a heat spice very heavily because obviously other people in our house had to eat it. I could do with a little bit more heat coming off this. I forgot to kick it up. That's on me. The good news is there's leftovers. So I'm going to have it for lunch. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe on Thursday. Wait a minute. I think I'm doing something on Thursday. Anyway, I'm off for a couple of days now. That's part of the reason why I don't mind recording a Tuesday night podcast at 9.43 p.m. Mm. Okay. I've had a couple of mouthfuls of food. I'm going to set that down. I'm going to try not to choke. Amazingly, I didn't choke on a piece of rice or a chickpea that whole time. There are a couple of pieces of gra grains of rice lingering in my mouth. I just want to clear them out. Yeah, we're good. <clears throat> I just didn't want to actually quasi-choke <clears throat> while recording. Okay, so, what did we learn tonight? Kawasami. Indian-style lager. Homage to Kingfisher from India. Pardon me, that was a very big burp. I had a bunch of beers at the rugby training, too.
PBRs, if you're curious. It's pretty much all we drink. This is delicious, and it is available at Godspeed Brewery. You can also order it for delivery. They do deliver. Made in partnership with Cali Kalimutha of Great Lakes Brewery. Again, I haven't had a, a Kingfisher in a minute, but this is a very tasty, clean, cold yellow beer. You could uh, you could sink a lot of these, and they'd go down a real treat. Yeah, it's solid. I like this beer a lot. Really good. Go pick it up. It's available on tap on side pull. I know that because I went on Saturday. I didn't have it because I knew I was buying some cans of it. I didn't want to spoil the fun. What did I have? I had a Svetli. Svetli Lechak, which is how the uh, server said it, who I trust. Wonderful fellow. Terrible with names. I know we've introduced ourselves, but I'm useless when that sort of thing comes up. But really nice dude. And uh, that's how he said it. And so that's how I'm going to say it from now on. Lechak. Let's let's say. Actually, it's not Chak. It's not C-H. It's like Lechak. There's like an S in there or something. Anyway, I don't speak Czech, but he sounded really convincing when he said it. So that's well, that's what I'm aiming for. That's what I had. I also had a nip of a, a sour wheat beer they made with raspberries, which was really, really good, too. Oh, hey, my brother's here. Hi, Jared. You're missing out all the fun. Drinking an Indian-style lager from Godspeed and eating curry. It's pretty good. After a heck of a training session. Oof. Anywho, we actually played touch pretty much the whole time, but it was a heck of a training session. It was hot. We had to run some hard lines. It was a tough one. Um, that's what we're doing. And actually, all that rugby talk, as I mentioned earlier, plays well into what we're about to talk about after I have this sip and we get into the PSA. Mm. That's a really tasty beer. Like... Not an essay writer. There's not a ton of things going on there, but everything that is going on, it's working. It's a really good beer. Actually, you know what it reminds me a lot of is uh, Oksuk. Oksuk. Okay, O for two. Otsukarasama. There it is. I just had to not think about it. I don't really speak Japanese. Uh, but the Dortmunder Lager, um, they're not ex the same, but they're in a similar vein. Um, just nice, cold, yellow, snappy beers. like that. I like the other one a lot, too. Otsukurasama. It's good. Okay, friends, here's your PSA. Just glancing at the clock on my computer, I mean, in addition to almost being 10 p.m., which is fine, because I'm on holiday tomorrow. <laughs> Jared wants me to save him some leftovers. Good luck, son! They're all going to be gone. And he asks, also, did I see the England Fiji results? Oh, I watched the game live. I watched that game live. And that's where we're going. That's the PSA. It is currently August the 29th. It is 9.47 p.m. It is a Tuesday. I have no intention of recording an episode on Monday, which is Labor Day, which I think is September the 5th, if my math is non-existent. If... I do, it'll be a treat. It's meant to kind of be a bit of a washout. Actually, uh, on Monday, it looks pretty rainy. So who knows? I might roll in and record an episode, but I have no intention of doing it. 
assuming I don't, and actually, even if I do, my usual, that's a good marker is to make that a season break. So when I come back in two weeks, maybe having recorded a cheeky episode next Monday, but when I come back in two weeks, it'll be season 11 because this is season 10. I don't know if you pay attention to the season numbers, but they're there. So you could. When I come back, it's season 11 and it will be just doing a bit of math here, probably the 11th, I believe it will be Monday, the 11th. And I'm basing that off the fact that I know that September the 9th, which is also my sister's birthday, uh, is Saturday. And that's the first cup day for my club because we're in both the McCormick and the G Gage Cup. We have two teams likelihood of me playing um, I'm making a gesture with my fingers that looks like it's a little bit, but it's way smaller than that. Uh, will I play? Almost certainly not. Will I enjoy watching the matches? Absolutely. Uh, will I party it up if we win? You're damn right. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the benefits of being very old. They just let you cruise. This PSA is not about the Balmy Beach Rugby Football Club, although... I can't say enough good things about this team. Man, I love those guys. No. Because the other thing that starts that weekend is the World Cup of rugby. I know we just had the Women's World Cup. I was going to say, let's not get into the politics of it. No, let's. Just really quick side PSA. That Spanish guy, the president of Spanish football, doesn't need to quit. He needs to, like, go far away, like exile. His behavior was atrocious, and his behavior since his atrocious behavior has been a weird mix of hyper-masculinity, gaslighting, and just, like, Trump-level lies. So that guy can... If he fell off a boat, I wouldn't suggest throwing a ring. That's all I'm saying. That's the politics of that. I know a lot of people are like, wait a minute, the Rugby World Cup? Yeah, it happens in a different year than the Football World Cup, and it's happening now, and it's happening in France, and by now I mean in two weeks. It's kicking off. It's going to be amazing. The, the draw for the pools, if you follow World Cups, apparently because France wanted to do something with ticketing, anyway, they drew up the pools in like 2020 <laughs> like so long ago so now the top five teams in the world are all on one side of the draw <laughs> which means eh, it's crazy it's really good if you support a team like Wales though mm. because our group consists of Wales Australia Fiji Portugal, might be Portugal, and Georgia. Now, let's not for a moment pretend that Georgia is not a massive threat to any team. They are monsters, and they scrum to the cowsheds and back. Never take Georgia for granted. The flip, and Jared asked me if I saw the England-Fiji result, and as I mentioned, I watched the game live, Fiji 
are looking like they really want to come out of this World Cup being called a tier one nation, having throttled England, throttled them, like put their foot on the neck and then stepped and broke the neck like it was undignified. Throttled them. If Wales in their first match, which is against Fiji, can win. Wales is probably going to go to a semifinal. If Wales loses to Fiji, it means they have to beat Australia, Georgia, and I, I think Portugal is the other one. I'm sorry, Portugal, if you're not in our group. It's a team like that. Romania, something like that. A team that they will definitely beat. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I'm jinxing it. Mm. Bad luck. Anyway, actually, the whole point of this, I, I got way too deep into the pools, especially Wales's. The point is the World Cup is kicking off. And if you thought and Ben Johnson, if you're listening to this, if you thought I'm insufferable about rugby in normal time. Like the the beer content of the podcast for the month of September and into October. Actually, I think it's November 4th is the final. So like for two months. The beer content is going to be, I'm drinking this beer, it's delicious, and you can buy it here. And did you see what happened on the weekend? It's going to be, this is going to become the Toronto Rugby Podcast. That's the PSA. If you are not interested in listening to me screaming into the void about the ups and downs of international rugby, I will not be offended. If you just tune back in in December <laughs> or in November, pardon me, I think, as I say, I think the final is November the 4th. I will not be offended. And I understand. This is not a sport that North Americans are particularly interested in. Shame, but there it is. It's a sport that I am heavily interested in and uh, which I will happily uh, go real in depth on. Uh, even though I know that mm, almost everybody, Jared, I'm looking at you, maybe uh, almost everybody else won't have any sense of the gravitas of what I'm discussing. But that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to listen. And I can just sit here and talk to this microphone as long as I want. Uh, that's what's going to be happening. So Monday next Labor Day, probably not now. If there is cool. Probably not, though. The following Monday. Which I believe we agreed was the 11th. Ooh. Really? Hmm. That's a conspicuous date. Uh, will I be talking rugby? You're damn right I will be. You're damn right I will be. And uh, I would just encourage you all to follow along. Uh, you want to watch the Rugby World Cup? Uh, you know what? I haven't even looked at how I'm going to be streaming it. I know that a lot of the Six Nations games are on Amazon Prime in the UK. So if you use a VPN, you can do that. That'll work. There's definitely easy ways to watch the Rugby World Cup if you're willing to do a little bit of work. And because it's in France and the games are all at the weekend, I think. Maybe they have midweek games, but I don't think they do. They're normally all weekend games. You can typically watch them 
earlier in the day because it's like five hours difference. They're five hours ahead. And then have the rest of your day to yourself and really enjoy yourself. I mean, literally the best rugby in the world. It's something to be seen. So that's the PSA. If you don't want to listen to me getting really geeky about rugby, no judgment, no judgment. But that is what's happening. And uh, I would invite you to join me back um, uh, mid-November. We'll be all done and dusted with the rugby and back to talking about, I don't know, something boring like, I don't know, beer. Anyway, that's the deal. That's the, the show today. Why don't you listen to my buddy Rob Curry take you home, send you to bed, unless you're listening to this on the podcast in the middle of the day, and then don't go to sleep. It's too early. Don't be crazy. This is Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers. The track is Link Ray Gun. As always, the link is in the description. If I'm telling you, you really should have bought the record by now. Buy the record. It's really good. Bye. Bye.